Because when you put up your money, that's a struggle. And a lot of people don't just want to walk into a struggle. You know, it's like some people don't, even though they could fight, they're not really, you know, have the, the discipline to go to training camp and really focus and, and, and see it through. And, like, they don't want to walk into the to the struggle to win. You have to, to want to win means you have to embrace pain. You have to em embrace struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to know that nothing's going to be easy in order to be the best at it in the world. You have to do it and push yourself where most people won't. You know what I'm saying? You got to be up for that. And I'm Carrie. With us today, we have a very special guest, Everyday Black Men. Thank you for Podcast. Thank you. Good afternoon. So, would like to explain to the people what your podcast is about? You know, give a brief rundown. Good old Riker. Oh, man, you're going to throw it on me. All right. Well, our <laughs> podcast is essentially authentic black male thoughts. We talk a little bit about relationships, a little bit of politics, some sports, entertainment, but we keep it funky. And we're trying to make sure that people get a real view of how different black people are. Because, you know, we're not the same. We talk a lot of shit. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, uh, he didn't lie. But there's a lot more shit. Nah, <laughs> it's pretty much everyone listening to me for about an hour. And I'm telling them what the world is like. And they listening and learning. And become a better man by my words. He's a little delusional, but it's yeah. okay. And tell the people what formats they can tune into your podcast. Well, we are Jello. basically available on everything, including Jello. We have a website, www.everydayblackmen.com. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google, Deeter, you know, basically everything. Okay. And today, we're going to start off with a topic that CJ suggested. Um, what do you guys believe is the biggest detriment to the Black community today? Since you're the Ooh. guest, I'll let you guys start Oof, man it's a good one it's a good one um i think it's a lack of unity uh just just speaking from the american black perspective i saw a guy who was uh another kind of black nigerian who literally asked for like hundred thousand dollars to do a business deal and all his friends and people came through if you ask a bunch of black people black african black americans that is for that kind of money we would laugh at you and laugh some more and laugh some more so i think it's i think it's really unity but Shane, what do you think? Uh, personally, damn, that's a not gonna lie. I already forgot the question. It was about black people. Um, <laughs> what What is the biggest detriment to the black community today? If you had to oh, pick one or two things, um, I would. I gotta be honest. It's the same shit as pretty much everything else. Accountability. If we could hold each other to some standard, I think that would just be the beginning of the end of our problems. Um, whether it be unity or taking responsibility for your actions, making more responsible decisions, making more more responsible decisions to in uh, the people and partners you choose, so on and so forth, it all just trickles down from, hey, maybe I fucked up, maybe I need to do a little better, or maybe I can tell my friend that they're not doing this quite right, and I don't right. have to worry about them blowing up or losing that friend just because I'd made uh, a comment about, hey, maybe maybe this isn't the best way to go about that. 
So one thing I see in the black community is just two things. When it comes to business, niggas need to realize black people broke as fuck comparatively <laughs> to other races. So right. when that nigga asked for a discount, he probably got it. But he's trying to keep it because, you know, he ain't really got it. Right? And then number two, that goes back to what he said, accountability. We don't have standards. We used to with that uh, generation everyone's talking about. But those standards, uh, for some reason, are looked at to be misogynistic or too high. Um, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but I wonder if white people suffer from the same thing. Because mm. I, don't, I don't hear these arguments. Well, yes, I do. I hear them in the square. But they don't talk as loud as the black man on square versus the white man on square. Black men be like, okay, I, you see something like, I'm going to pay all the bills. <laughs> and then you see some <laughs> white men who be like, eh, nah, you're you going to bring something. I, I don't know. But either way it goes, that's not what it is. But you know, I just think black people ain't got no goddamn money. We need to start there. <laughs> we, need, we need to get our silver rights, as I always say. Fuck uh, the silver rights. We need our silver rights. <laughs> I personally think that, I know it's going to be like a cliche answer, but I believe racism has a lot to do with why the black community is the way it is today. However, it's hard to like take out that aspect and imagine how things would be because racism is so, you know, there's like a lot of different things you know, like there's environmental racism, gerrymandering, like all types of different things associated with racism. Wait, are trees calling me nigga when I pass by? Is that real? Yes, man. They be calling you the N-word when you pass by because they don't <laughs> like how you swing from them trees. <laughs> I know it's cliche, but I'm just saying, like, I think a lot of problems can be attributed back to that. However, I don't think that we should blame everything necessarily on the white man. But it is a factor. It's not something that you can just like ignore. Because what, what would we be if we had the same start that other races had? Or if we had the clean slate, like, you know, we didn't experience racism. Like, will we have more generational wealth? Will we see these things happening more in our communities? Or do you mm -hmm. think that, you know, this is just pretty much just destined to be this way? Go ahead, Shan. I know you have something. Oh, look, well, I'm just comparatively with, like, aside from white people and, like, specific white people, what group has come to America and not experienced form of racism? Maybe not. I'm not saying we don't have probably the the worst on record. Just saying if we if we did have a clean slate, we have nothing to compare it to except for white people. And that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we pretty much had a clean slate, we will be open to those opportunities. Not well, saying that we aren't successful, but I feel like we have to work 10 times harder. True. Um, all I mean is that I feel like it's a sliding scale and that we're on one side and then white people on the other. But the question itself almost begs the, the question, is it if we had a clean slate or if we were white people? Because that's the only circumstance where we wouldn't have that clean slate. Like non-Irish white people, <laughs> <laughs> right? We were slaves too yeah, back in 1900. Motherfucker, for like a couple of years. Shut up. Industry yeah. servitude is not slavery. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Exactly. What about you, CJ? What are your thoughts? I actually highly agree with what Shamal just said. Highly agree. 
just because you were slaves for like a couple of years doesn't mean you experienced slavery. One person going to jail can't just talk about the same experiences as someone going to prison. But what I believe would be a detriment to the black community, similar to what my other gentleman said, um, there is no cohesion. Like we're not like a very strong union as people. If you say, hey, um, I need you to support my business, similar to a Mr. Not Riker. Can you hear me? Hello? No, you come in front of both. You come uh, to Creek. Um, I, I don't remember who said it, but he was talking about the discount with if he started a business and he asked discount, maybe he might have it, but he might need to save it. That's true. I, I really do agree with that, but I think it's more along the lines of like not just the lack of cohesion, the passivity. Like a lot of people, at least American black people, like to numb their senses and numb what they got to do or their task with like drugs and alcohol or partying or completely unhealthy, unrelated activities. And I think once we actually get focused and get out all the immature sides of ourselves and learn to work together, we will be able to do our my head right, in my opinion. So how do you how do you create cohesion though? Uh, you got to find something that we all agree upon, and then we're, it's kind of like how they divide everyone with politics. We need to focus on what we agree on, and then go from there. People are not gonna like it. Like this whole identity thing. If we can get everyone to go, okay, it's black. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, descendants of slavery, like black. Period. We start there, and then they go, well, what about these people and these people? Like, no, no. We need to have one thing we agree on. Black people got it fucked up. I mean, I, I think the uh, I think our main issue uh, would be the uh, our, um, our black people who are I, don't, I, I wouldn't even call all of them like that because there's a general consensus. The, um, the straight up leftist college educated um, black homosexual, those people, I think they're going to be a problem. <laughs> I think they're going to be a problem. <laughs> That's right. Not, not all, because regular, not regular, god damn it, how do you say this? Normal, that, god damn it. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. They, do they put their sexuality before their um, their race? And I don't, I don't, I've seen some that do and some that don't, and they say both. I mean, I don't think there's I, like I, a gay race. I mean, when you are gay, you do experience a different side of you know, being a part of the black community. But I don't think mm -hmm. I've never been in a situation where I was like, I feel like I have to choose more than the other or identify but one more than the other. It's, it's the males anything, I'm talking about. It's the males, not the females. No one cares. Like, no one hates lesbians. Everyone loves lesbians. <laughs> it's the black True. gay male with his white husband. I, I didn't even want to say mm -hmm. it like that. I mean, those straight up leftists. racist. I mean, Tell it is what it is. It's, it's those people. I called I mean, this in the beginning. I mean, it is what it is. And it's a lot of them um, who, who think they've uh, accomplished something. Even the black men with white wives. I mean, they think that that's their trophy. I that mean, is true. But yeah, black. Is it black first? Now your kids miss. What are they? Well, they're, they're, no, they're black. Shut up. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> hold on. So, up. Hold on. So that question. one right there is the issue, too. Oh, go ahead, Sam. But Miss Kids. Uh, yeah, Miss Kids. Like, yeah. I think back in like the 60s and 70s, if you were mixed, like everyone knew you still a nigga. Yeah. Um, but I don't and I'm light skinned and ain't nobody when I was coming up, everybody reminded me, hey yo, white motherfucker. Even my own cousins, because I was the only light skinned. 
So even though we had no white people around us, they made sure they knew that I knew I was closer to white than them, even though both my parents are black. I'm just weird. Yeah, but that's the ignorance of like black people knowing that we call it come in all shapes and that shapes, all colors. Like even if you think about black people, uh, what do you call those people? What was that movie Powder World of Aborigines? Those people are black as us and they're light as white people. So I mean they're still black. But they have the features as well. So I don't know. The issue of I, colorism though, that goes back to slavery. Yeah. No, I get something that. we're still struggling with today. It ain't that way. The the light skin has always been seen as better. I mean See, it is, but I have a question about that one. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So we've all seen older movies and we know that hell back in the olden days, if there was a movie or something like that, then they were probably going to pick the light-skinned kid. If you were in an orphanage, they were probably going to pick the light-skinned kid. So on and so forth. But once you get into the real world, like, not entertainment, or, I don't know, weird shit like orphanages, uh, you ain't really winning no prizes. Can I ask you a question? Can you? Sure. I don't even question that narrative, because... I, I love to see all these light skinned men winning in society. Like, <laughs> like it's still tall, dark, and handsome. Like, I don't like when you think about even black entertainment, movie stars, athletes. I mean, besides Steph Curry, I don't know any other. And Clay Thompson, I mean, I'll put it this way for some, I think it's somewhat disingenuous to say, even to this day, we always view light skinned as better. You always view light skinned women as better. Being a light okay, skinned male is associated with weakness. Weakness. Correct. That's yeah, you're right. Because I was going to bring up an example with um, like Drake? a lot that of people. No, man. not <laughs> not he Drake. Missed. He missed. He missed. <laughs> with uh, Zendaya, because people were complaining about how she always gets you know these roles because she's of a lighter complexion. That's not what it is. Someone like a Kiki Palmer. Yeah, that ain't what it is at all. Like, yeah. she literally has just... anybody sat down and like listened to Kiki Palmer? It's not that she couldn't, but she got a little bit more street to her. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but the thing about it is, Kiki Palmer, you've had a number of really great performances, things that you've done and you've accomplished that a lot of people haven't. The fact that you're not chose for some of these roles as often as in day it has nothing to do with your range because you've proven your range several times over. Well, in the day, I got that look, that all American girl look. That's and that's what I'm saying. But why why does she have that all American look? What would you huh? say about her features other than the fact that she's of a lighter complexion that it's all American look? It's uh, that symmetrical face, man. She got that Kevin Samuels Rihanna just straight up <laughs> symmetrical face. So uh, I would say the all American girl that we don't talk about a lot, Brandy was kind of one of those all American girls that she just wasn't as crazy. True. Mm, uh, yeah. She Brandy had a good look. That. She got good angles when she had. She took them people <laughs> out in that car. Yeah, I ain't going to go there. She just had some shit going on. I'm trying to think of other like dark skin women who had that all American girl look. Um, it's she just has it. I just, I, I mean, you know it when you see it, and it's not always light skin. But Zenidea, culturally, she could just she has a. I would say she has a wider range than Kiki. It's just the truth of it. Well, I, I have a question if. If it's Zendaya, if it's light skinned girls who was the all American girl, name another light skinned girl who was Zendaya before Zendaya. Mm. No, not Halle Berry. Mm -mm. Yeah, Halle, Halle Berry is a yeah. 
ten Tamari or they were one of them was. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, but they really didn't blow up outside of Sister Sister. Yeah. We're, you yeah. have to look at it from the Hollywood perspective. Mm. Mm. We ain't really got about it like that. When we think about the Hollywood perspective, they love that. Um, I mean, I don't know who. There's only so China. many black people going to be on. Like, it just is what it is. If you ain't Tyler Perry. Kyla, she ain't on. I'm talking about like Viola Ooh. Davis. That chick on. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyla Pratt not on. Uh, you say Viola, you like, oh, it's about to be some shit. Hell yeah. What's those French, that French family, that very French family? Um, <laughs> the Smolays? I guess they like skins. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The very oh, wait, they whole family? They juicy. Yeah, yeah they whole yeah. juicy. I don't know nobody outside of Juicy, and I'm not going to lie. I never watched the show. No, the sister. Um, no, it's Journey. Sister. Journey. Yeah, Journey. Journey. Yeah. Journey, does, Journey does good. Yeah, she got some nice big titties too, and they look juicy when they are on camera. See, so, now, okay, hold on, hold on. We just now. went whole. Left. I gotta. <laughs> no, I've never heard of Katie. Cool. You never heard of Journey? I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, Journey, she was in that movie, Akilah in the Deep. That and um, I she was in um, uh, she was in Lovecraft uh, Country. Lovecraft Country. She was also yeah, she in that Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, yeah, Harley. She was in Bayou, but oh, is she the one that was uh that Spotted Girl in the second Deadpool? No, no, no. Uh, That's that's um that's the other girl. Pair this woman to Zendaya. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I just want to know what makes Zendaya the all American girl. Because she's a hundred and twenty-five pounds, small and nice curly hair. I'm sorry, I just. That's the truth. She fits the supermodel kind of older school look. She's not even she's not even supermodel look. She's just like that. No, no, I just mean like small. Look at Kiki. Kiki filled out. You don't want a girl who's too close. Kiki got his. Kiki got talent. Kiki got right. Yeah, Kiki has a catalog. Like she's been acting way before Zendaya. This journey was in Temptations. I don't know about way before. Because Kiki uh, older than Zendaya. Yeah. Journey was in Great Debaters, so that's where I remember her from. But she was also... I think they both was in the Killing and the Bee. Weren't yeah, they both was, in the Killing and the Bee? Wasn't Kiki the main character in the Killing the Bee? Yeah, yeah Kiki nah. was the main character in the Killing the Bee. Yeah. Kiki was, yeah. And no, no, Journey was not in there. She was in Captain Planet 4, which the fact it's that nobody Captain knows Planet? that movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. The fact that there was a Captain Planet that. movie? There was, there, was four of them. there was four of them. Four. She was in something, bro. Nah, man, she's really only been Ease Bayou is the first thing I remember seeing. Ease Bayou, that movie, that movie. Yeah, Ease, Ease Bayou. Bayou, she was the big thing she was in. She was in Beautiful Joe, but not the Beautiful Joe you're thinking of. She was in yeah. Roll Bounce, but that the no one, one saw that. <laughs> Yeah, so she was in Gridiron Gang, which again, nobody watched that. I watched that. Yeah, Gridiron Gang was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't about her, it was about The Rock. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's The Rock. I mean, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm talking about movies where she actually had a presence. Like, she was, she was in Birds of Prey. He was in that. Yeah, she was oh. in Birds of Prey. Oh, she was I've most recently her in Spider Head. She was in Spider Head. She was Lizzie. Yeah. Um. Reed, if you was a Hollywood director and you had to choose between the two, which one would you pick? Kiki Palmer or Zendaya? Mm-hmm. What What kind of movie is this? Is this a black movie? <laughs> <laughs> 
And why did you? Why did your impression go down like that? Like you, like a black movie. Like we know it's not gonna be as good. You know Netflix with the movie where it's like a black family pick up some drug. They pick up some drug money. Read. Yeah, this is a black movie. Yeah, this is a black movie where a black family gets some drug money and they got to go on the run. You go on Kiki Palmer. Okay, now this movie is a black family. And they coming up out of the ghetto. They getting their first middle class house, and the HOA is trying to kill them. Kiki Palmer's the mother's in the day as the daughter. What are we doing? All right, all right, all right. We have a black. Like, let me ask you a question: Who can play a younger character? Who can play a seventeen year old? Kiki Palmer or Zendaya? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, Kiki Palmer was great in Nope because she plays the person who's really not paying attention to anything until it's way too late to pay attention to things. Oh, shit. Was. I still ain't seen that movie. Fuck you. That's more of a body thing, because Zendaya, she kind of got the younger-looking body frame. Recently. Correct. Got hit yeah, but I wouldn't have bought Nope with Zendaya as the sister. It just don't look the same. Like, Kiki Palmer, like, not taking anything seriously for the first half of the movie, and then the second half of the movie, you're like, girl, this is what it takes for you to take things seriously? This is what it takes. <laughs> Because okay. I think even if you look on the male side, the next group of niggas is dark skinned niggas. And they like British. That uh Daniel Kalua, whatever that nigga's name. Uh that nigga from um, out ATL. What's that nigga name? That big dude uh who plays Paperboy. I know you mean you no, not Paperboy. He's now train boy. <laughs> because after Bullet Train, he's now train boy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm saying that dude, those are the next niggas up. Like if you think about it. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, like they dark skin Lakeith niggas. Banfield is dope too. Lakeith, what would you consider him? Banfield was the one who was in um, last. Yeah, last man is he light skin, dark skin, oh, or no, the middle? Yeah, no, he's closer to the middle because he's not really dark chocolate. He's like the middle, darkest. Now you know what? Hold on, that's something we got to talk about. Why I think going? the middle has been fucking us forever because who shits on dark skin people? It ain't the light skins because it's too few of us. And Jonathan who shits Mayfield? on the light skin people? Well, it's a whole. Dark. I mean, it's not many of us, and the dark skinned people probably feel some type of way about that treatment. But who was treated like that? It was the motherfuckers in the middle. These middle motherfuckers. What are you talking about? <laughs> skin tones, bro. It makes sense in my head. He said, he said, he said skin tones, bro. He's saying, look, okay. bro. It's the middle. Me the whole things are set up because the brown skins aren't quite are quite light skinned, so they're just. Creating hate between the other two sides of the spectrum. Exactly, bro. Like he have. Oh, so, they're the like only myself, ones who don't take no shit inside the race. Look at Jonathan shame. Major. That new that dude is, is an American actor, and he got the nigga lips and the nigga nose. I, I think he up too. Uh, he was in uh, the Harder They Fall. The dude that played the main character in that, and he oh, plays uh, in he MCU. Is. He plays somebody. I can't remember who he plays in MCU. But I think and he was in Creed. That guy next up. Then you got uh, what's the nigga who doing Creed? Creed? Yeah, uh, nigga Jason Momoa. Like, what his name is? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, them all middle middle color niggas. <laughs> middle colored niggas. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> it's it's the people that you're not looking at that that you fucking with. Brian Tyree, dark skin. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what do they fit at? Like, I don't know. I Donald mean, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors, I think, is another one who's got next up, but he's always gonna play on movies where it's just kind of off. He was Nat Love and Harder They Fall. And Lovecraft Country. Uh, yeah, he was in the Lovecraft Country, but remember the first movie I remember him in is The Last Black Man in San Francisco. He played that nigga to the T. I feel like, like that would be a hard role. What movie called right, The Last Black Man in San Francisco? 
Bro, you didn't like. I actually got to watch the last Black Man in San Francisco movie, and I got to see after or stay after and hear from Nat or Nat, uh, not Nat. His name is Jonathan Majors, and his friend that he made the movie with, and they went into this long discourse. If I'd had a better camera, like a S Pro thirteen or some shit, I would have been able to record a really great gripping conversation. We got to ask some questions, we got to talk to him, and got to get into Jonathan Majors' head because he's been trying to get into the industry for literally like the last like 10 years, but he kept getting like roles where they would basically cut his character. Kind of what, what happened to Armstead almost um, in a movie that you'll probably see coming out soon. But like he kept trying to get into the industry and eventually him and his friend just heard about this guy who was black, who owned a house in San Francisco and like how they, the city took it away. And they're like, why don't we make a movie about that? So they just decided to do that. And boom, the last black man in San Francisco has one of the best opening scenes on the double skateboard thing I think I've seen in the movie in a very long time. So definitely it, check it out. Like Issa Rae, like that kind of like black woman. I don't like her. Like she's Bro, just a. You racist. don't like Issa Rae? No, cool. no, he he definitely doesn't like Issa Rae. I think Issa Rae would make great wife, but she's already married. Issa Rae is phenomenal. I think she's just a she's the yeah. version of black women that white women are comfortable with. Like you also still make them, but like uh-huh. generic. <laughs> not generic. The word you're looking for is non-threatening. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, well, why is that? I, I don't because I, I like the stuff that uh it was her and Shayla. Is it Shonda Rhimes? Shonda Rhimes. Like they just yeah, have Shonda this. Rhimes? They 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 create black women. Either they're masculine male. They're not black women in the real world. Like, what was that show that she had, uh, Insecure? To me, I was just like, if that's how black women are, then no wonder we're fucked. Like, because... <laughs> I mean, it's actually the perfect representation. Honestly. <laughs> that is, then no wonder we're fucked. That bitch is... Pretty accurate. Nuts. That's sad. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think Issa Rae's breakout show, Insecure, was so good, was because she played a relatable character that we all know. Exactly. And the problem with that, though, going back to Reed's point, is that that is a relatable character that we all know, and we all know that girl is still where she is right now. Like, it's very rare, because I forget what the name of the YouTube was that uh, Issa Rae did beforehand, and that, I heard, was, you know, pretty good, and that she trans, you know, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, awkward, awkward black girl, is it? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. She started off on uh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I heard was really good. But when you get to insecure, like, there's so much of the stuff where it's just like, man, if you don't just like, why are you doing? Like, it's basically like watching like <laughs> the color purple, but let's clean it up a little bit so she don't get beat. She just keeps making the same dumb mistakes over and over again. Bad but that, decision. That's really- the show. I feel like white women love that version of black women. I, I don't. If you think that's a fair representation of black women, then no wonder. I but that's but that's what that. I liked more so about uh, what's that show about the family that has like the sugar cane plant or whatever? Because they was running into some of the same issues, but it was just done better from like a the person learning from lessons. I mean, I guess the Easter race the color insecures. <laughs> no man, no, no, no. This is this is a show where they they selling like fucking sugar cane. I forget, I forget what the name of the show is. Um, so what's so what's a better representation? Oh, I was gonna say a, a better representation. <laughs> as much as people are probably gonna flame me for this, a better representation would be the girl in Atlanta. Like, just yeah, you know things are going bad. 
but you're trying to make it, you know. I love her. She, to me, she's a she's got that love too. Um, that next door, next door, black girl, next door. God damn, she likes game too. Right. I've never seen Atlanta. So I to be fair, and if, to mean, be fair, Van, I am like so she makes some of the mo- the same mistakes Lisa made in Insecure. Yeah, without a fact, but I'm saying like she doesn't like. It seems like Issa Rae is glorifying it, whereas with her in Atlanta, it's done more like well until the recent season, it's done more with um you know just rationalization. Like, um, yeah, well, no, realization that you're making Realization, like, yeah. Damn. Because, like, Issa Rae, let me see, when did, she le- when did she really lose me? I think it was when uh, the black guy that everybody cares about, when he came back, and she was, like, tripping over everything. And it's like, ma'am, like, you said this nigga was a bum and kicked him from your place season one. And then this dude glows up, and next thing you know, you're like, damn, I can't get this dude out of my head. It's like, oh. So when a black man is successful, you can't get him out of your head. But when he's not successful, he's just a forgettable bum and drop him off at the corner. To be yes. fair, the nigga didn't have a job for two years. <laughs> two years is a long fair. time when you look for a job. Fair, you ever tried to lie about that year and not to have a year for two, no. two years? No. You're not, you're not going to stick my 30-year-old ass to work at McDonald's. I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Pizza Hut is always yeah, hard. And he they showed no type gas. of ambition. True. He, he showed that ambition because his woman didn't give him any. <laughs> what? What? I mean, what? she was a horrible motivator. Let's be honest here. She was not really good at trying to help this man. She was okay with it. Didn't she fuck your dinner or something? I mean, Jen and Daya. I forgot about that nigga. She did cheat on him though. That was fucked up. But with the nigga Jendaya, Jen Jen did it. Whatever you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're right. It was Jendaya, wasn't it? <laughs> what happened to that nigga? Oh, he in Africa somewhere. Yeah, the same thing that happened with Dave Chappelle. Man, he went to Africa and realized he could live really well there, and he never coming back. <laughs> Anyways, so what other yeah. shows do you guys enjoy? <laughs> I mean, I don't enjoy P Valley, but I, I think that's where this is leading. <laughs> Big black wet yeah. asses, one through so, seven. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the show. <laughs> I know of it. So, in the second season, um, there were a lot of gay scenes. So the show caused like some controversy, but it also caused critical acclaim. So I want to know what do you guys think about the gay agenda? Well, what is it real? Let's go to well, yeah, yeah. But let's let's get to the let's get to the first. So hold on, hold on, wait, wait. You don't get to go first. Let me go first because I am the homophobic nigga here. (laughs) (laughs) I am the homophobic. I'm the representative of homophobic. Number one, the gay agenda is real because it's overrepresented. I always said that, and people be like, "You're crazy." I'm like. Bro, ain't that many people got motherfucking gay. I'm sorry. Every show got gay on it. I can go my whole day. I live in Atlanta. I ain't seeing gay every day. Why do I got to see every gay on TV? <laughs> no, no one answer that question. Like, I mean, do you, heard, is, okay, so I do agree with, I don't believe that a gay character should be on every single TV show. Every. Especially when sometimes they're not even essential to the plot. They're just there right. and their only premise is being gay. Yeah, let me suck his dick real quick. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How, <laughs> however, 
I, I do think it's important to show people that, you know, gay people they exist. Yeah. And it's not like they just popped up out of nowhere. No, I don't like representation. I don't like representation. Yeah, it's a false like Moana. I think it's a representation is a false um, equivalency to actually you getting something out of the deal. <laughs> and I tell gay people that all the time. But gay people don't have the same struggles that black people have to get something out of the game. Because I always tell gay people, until I see gay water fountains, I don't want to hear nothing about it. <laughs> but, the, didn't they say the water was making people gay? Oh, God. Well, I heard this they did, on they the internet somewhere. They, they, they did say the water was Well, I'm saying America gay. wasn't structurally set up to go against gay people as it was in the sense of black people. That's That's very true. I feel like Many gay people would disagree with that. I feel like many gay people would be lying to themselves because till I see that pink ass gay ass water fountain that I've seen in them pictures, <laughs> I don't want to hear. I want to see. I want to see y'all march to the right. Those rights were never denied. They were never. They were never. They were never thought of. Our, our rights were specifically denied. They were never thought of because there wasn't that many gay people. They specifically made rules against gay people. I mean, against I black people, that. but they didn't make specifically make rules against gay people. They, marriage, from its inception in America, was looked at as a between male and female. It changed. That's fine. The government did not recognize that change. That's fine. But what I'm saying is a black man marrying a black woman will still be a black male, a male, and a female. That denying, that being denied is different from two males versus, you know, versus two males. How's that? That's what I'm saying. That That's a different battle. You're only going against him because something he couldn't control because he was black. I'm not saying people can control that they're gay. At this point, I'm actually with y'all. Some niggas born gay and that is what it is. I'm, I'm with that. Not with y'all. I, I said this on my podcast, so don't, don't tell them I said this. I said it on y'all. I'm going to go back to my podcast and say the opposite, okay? <laughs> I mean, you went a little Kodak Black on us, but that's yeah, good enough. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Oh, yeah. And also, I don't watch P-Valley, but I heard it was strippers on there, and our boy Armstead has been on there a couple times. <laughs> on the show, you or had put, you, had, the you had to put him out there. You had to put him out there like that. I thought it was like he was in the because you know, because you know, because um, you know, um, uh, what's what, what, what was her name on the podcast? Reed? Forrest Whitaker. Oh, uh, his ex girlfriend. In case y'all didn't know, um, Monique. You had to put that part out there. Goddamn it! What? His girlfriend is a is a consistent stripper on that show. Oh, she you had to put out that part. Who? Mishi. What was her name? Mishi. I mean, it's not wrong being a stripper. What? Well, there's no, something wrong with being a stripper. We're not saying there's, there's a lot wrong with being a stripper. I am. I am. There's a lot wrong being a stripper. I, I know. I'm <laughs> saying we're not saying there's a lot wrong with being a stripper for a short time to go to college. We are. I am saying that there's a lot wrong with being a stripper. I know. There's a lot of ways to make money. Okay, go ahead. You said we. I want to make sure you understand this. Yeah, what, what are your thoughts on this gay agenda, Riker, and stripper? Right. So, so, so the, getting back to the P-Valley thing, <laughs> I, I think for, for gay people, and I'm st speaking strictly for gay men, seeing their an accurate representation. Man. Yeah, Riker knows no. a gay man. Yeah, he is no. gay. Fuck. No, you no, suck dick. Right here first. You suck a dick. <laughs> no, sir. Never in my life. That one time but, in college. <laughs> no, bro. No, never, never. Bro, I'll never. You ain't gay no more, bro. You've been safe. You ain't gay no more. I, I have never needed to be safe. We have been delivered. <laughs> you niggas ain't shit. But for gay people, and by that I mean specifically gay men, seeing themselves represented in a scene that to them 
they thought was very art um, accurate, I think is good for them. At the same time, people being like, see, we t- telling y'all, y'all need to watch P-Valley. No. You having you know, a bunch of gay scenes on there does not make me want to go see Armstead's ex-girlfriend strip on the TV show. To be I, fair, I, I think that was the difference between funny. Power and, um, I'm sorry to interrupt, Power and, um, what was that other show? Power and Fame, not Fame, the other rapper show. Empire. Empire. Empire, Empire went super gay. Uh, power had gay moments, but Empire just went gay. <laughs> well, no, the problem with Power is Power did everything to levels of excess. Like, I ain't no, Empire see, was straight up gay. I know, but, but I'm it, saying, like, I need to see Home Skillet piping down Angie and his wife back to back to back. Because them scenes was like, hey. bro, like, I'm watching softcore porn here. Like, hey, this... wait, 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 wait. Pause real quick. Pause real quick. Y'all notice, is that just prevalent in black TV shows? Because Sea Valley would be considered a black show, right? Yeah, okay. very black. Go ahead. Go ahead. All well, right. yeah, just... that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't need to see all of that stuff that's going on. But I just think for P Valley, um, it does warrant there to be a conversation, as uh, Pierre was saying on uh, that um, black. Damn, I forgot the name of the podcast. But fuck that podcast. On... No, 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 no. They they had a good they had a good um a good segment because they were going over kind of like the fact that um, Lil Duval comedy hype. They, the fact that Lil Duval called out the uh, gay scene and he had like 17 tweets basically addressing like, hey, man, I'm not trying to say this from the standpoint of being homophobic, but I'm just saying like we need to have a warning for scenes that are that graphic. And I think he's right, but we need to do that for everything. How graphic are they? They're, it gets really in-depth. You see the dick in the mouth? What do you mean in-depth? Like, no. Oh, okay. Um, Is it two dudes like, humping each other so, okay, nakedly? So you'll see the, the motion of... The ocean, yeah. yeah. Oh, like well, a back pump. So like, like you're not seeing on. like. I'm not sure how gay sex works. Is it like sword fights or they is it scissor. like? Wh- I'm pretty okay, sure they, they scissor. I don't think two niggas can scissor. <laughs> it like soft, soft for porn. Let's put it like that. Okay, I'm, I'm down with it. <laughs> you're down with the soft core gay porn. I'm down with it. I don't watch these Valley, so it could be as gay as it won't. I mean, okay, all right. You heard of your first wrote. Reed stands for gay TV show rights. Yep. Reed stands for gay TV show rights. I never thought I'd see this day, but here we are in America. This is how you know the world's going in because Reed is standing for gay TV show rights. He said, what make about it as you? gay as you want. What about you, Sam? Oh, the question was. Uh... The, I think Zendaya is just tall. Leave Zendaya alone. She ain't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you said, is there a gay agenda? Yes. Do you believe gay in people, it? If gay people have a plan, then they have an agenda. <laughs> okay. Are you going to Corey <laughs> Holcomb? Are you going to Corey Holcomb way? Corey, Corey Holcomb was disgusted by this whole P Valley scene. Like that man went on a who huge got, rant on his who podcast. Who got all this time to be watching these shows and saying all this shit, bro? Like, well, well, for him, he, for him, he didn't actually watch it. In fact, this is something that he made known multiple times. I have never watched a moment of Eve out. And that's the crazy thing. Most of the niggas saying something about it have never even watched it. Well, I mean, I give it to, I give it to Ply. Can I ask Ply a question? Is, go ahead. Was the show still a little gay in the first season? Yeah, there's yes. a main one of the main characters in the show is gay. So why didn't they, they think we get more gay? 
Well, because... no, no. The, the last scene was between that guy who supposedly can't come out as queer because he's a rapper and yeah. somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Not a lot of rappers. Yeah, yeah so a lot, pretty much a lot of rappers. One character is the flamboyant, stereotypical <coughs> gay guy versus no. another, another character who is the, he has to present to be straight, but he's closeted. Hmm. Why does he have to pretend to be straight? Because he's a rapper in Mississippi. You know, damn well, they ain't about to support no damn gay rapper. Yeah, Lil Nas X. Fuck BT. Oh. <laughs> I still ain't seen that video. Um, I, I posted it because it was hilarious because they had uh, Young Boy. Young Boy, I was like, why is Young Boy with. I ain't got enough time. But Young Boy was also on a couple other rappers who were openly gay, track. Um, See, Young Boy don't care. He got that 250000 As long as you pay like, $50,000 you, fine, you paying for this feature? Said, yeah. rap yeah. anything. Which, you know, I appreciate that. That's entrepreneurship. Um, I'm with him. Yeah. I'll rap on the show. Read. read. Reed has made it certain, like Lil Nas X on this podcast, if you will pay a modest podcast fee of fifty thousand dollars, he will rap <laughs> his ass off. Wait, all right, and so that's we'll... and that's ironic because NBA YoungBoy is probably one of the most gay. Oh my bad, gangster quote unquote rappers there is. Bro, and you can't walk no around like a skeleton on tracks with people like Tyler the Creator and Lil Nas X. You can't be. That lanky and be like, yeah, that's that's peak masculinity. Nobody's gonna believe you. Nobody no. thinks that their little brother is gonna get their ass whooped by NBA young. <laughs> some niggas, some uh, niggas some think niggas NBA do. young boy that nigga, bro. Yeah, they, they we just we just old. Man. Yeah, we just old, bro. NBA young boy is the standard now. Yeah, he really he's is. number one rapper. Side note, if you didn't know that, I did. Yeah, yeah, he he make yeah, like they really idolized that man. Yeah, he got oh. he got better numbers than Drake. To be real, with that's be- that's because our youth is lost. That don't That's change true. the reality. That nigga saw. Damn. Damn. I'm not saying he don't that come either. for you. <laughs> That's first of all, pause. Second of all, I, I swap hands this nigga anytime. Like, I, like right now, untrained, me not even feeling good right now. I will still to be fair. Anybody ever looked at, look at Young Dark and be like, bro, I can beat your ass. <laughs> 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 Niggas don't like Young Dark anymore. Okay. You're right, but that shit. how does that make you hard though? Hey, I could I'll bust my gun at you. Yeah, I could get that shit to a five year old, do the same shit. Like, it doesn't, but that's how they perceive it. That's what they. That's the standard. But, that's the measurement. Uh, I get that it's a standard, but it's like people who say I'm living in my truth. Nigga, you're lying. That's what that's called. <laughs>